Music and fun. Miskin Radio. So my first guest tonight is comedian and poet Graham Goddard, a.k.a. O. Standfast. Um, hello. Welcome. Hello, Kieran. Um, and hello, Kent. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And our musician in session is Matt Gino. Welcome, Matt. Hello. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me back. Um, as for you, get in touch uh, with us on Twitter using the hashtag TheKPSessions and on uh, Instagram as well tonight for behind the scenes stuff. Um, so, Graham Goddard, a comedian, a.k.a. Ostanfuss. That's Ostanfuss is a stage name. Um, but you see so comedy, comedy and poetry now, but you actually used to work in music. You could have been very useful to Matt. Our guest. Um, I could have been very briefly. I think. Uh, yeah, I used to work in uh, music, um, managing bands, driving bands up and down the country uh, on tours in Europe, etc., um, etc. Et so wow. I finally got to a point where I thought I might give this a go myself and uh, get onto the stage rather than um, worrying about petrol money and stuff <laughs> like that. Is that like what actually genuinely made you go on stage? Like looking at other, like looking at musicians, looking at bands, sort of doing it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've always been, I was, I used to be in a couple of bands and stuff, uh, and I've always been into like, uh, sort of lyrics and front men and things like mm. that, but I can't play an instrument. So I thought I might try and give comedy a go, but then I don't, I started doing poetry first and then sort of got a bit tired of that and just thought I would put it up a gear and try the comedy scene. Would you be the front man in a band? Uh, I'd have to be because I can't. Yeah, play that's not me. Like <laughs> I could not, Matt. Like if you were in a band, like would you have to be the front man? I think I would. Yeah, I, I'd. I could not. Just, just got it inside me. Yeah. I don't think I couldn't stand any. I couldn't be in a band and like be a drummer at the back. I don't understand that. I don't know. But we're well, talking about drumming. Like you, you now do poetry, uh, like live performances. You're doing poetry for Mike, but you've got a drummer behind you. That's that's right. Yeah. Um, a uh, cool guy called Gareth Dylan Smith, who's um one of those drummers with loads of letters after his name. Uh, yeah, he's a doctor of drumming. He's yeah, got a PhD in drumming. he's actually a doctor of drumming. And what a dude. goes all over the world and publishes books and things like that. But uh, Yeah, yeah, he saw me at a, uh, a gig a few months ago um, and I think he wanted to, to make a change from just playing like in his Aerosmith covers band. Yeah. Uh, so we uh, we got a little project together. We've done our third gig a couple of weeks ago um, and then we're we're going into the studio in august uh to hopefully just have a little ep um uh, but mainly it's a bit of fun i mean it's great seeing people seeing their faces when they see but it. when when you have done stand-up obviously you're, you're on your own do you find it uh comforting to know there's someone like like that's got your back on stage are you the drummer the percussion like is it from going from a solo artist as a stand-up comedian where you're like completely naked aren't you it's just you to then knowing you know there's someone behind me here that is with me as well I mean, I enjoy the stand-up, uh, but I think having the drummer, having Gareth there, it's a bit more fun because you can have a bit more interaction on stage mm. and um, you can have like a laugh between each other. You know what's what's coming up. Uh, so we sort of, if we make mistakes, we have a laugh about it. That's good. Where mm. sometimes if you're a comedian and it's not going so well, you can't really do anything about it. You have to but the beauty of comedy yourself. though is the, is the audience never know, like if you miss out a line, the audience never know, do they? I guess that's a bit like, with stand-up, like they don't, if they don't know your jokes, you can, you can miss a, like a lead-up, like a lead-up to a punchline, but they might not know. Yeah, that's right, yeah. I mean, the thing with my set is, because it includes quite a bit of poetry, um, it doesn't necessarily have to be hilarious. There's no real punchline. Mm. So it can just be the way it's delivered. I mean, some of it is hilarious. Some of it is very, very funny. Some You're actually going to be doing a bit of it later. Yeah. You're going to be doing a, is it Bag, bag for Life? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's going to do the uh, Bag for Life later. Live. 
live, live. bad for life, live in the wind. Um, <laughs> how like uh, do audience react when you go on stage and like they introduce you? So they introduce you as like Oh Stanfast or Graham Goddard, and you're in a comedy club and they've just seen stand up, and then suddenly you like start reciting poetry. Do they react? Do they listen harder, or do they think oh like because do, do they think oh we've got to listen harder now? Um, it used to be tough. Uh, or not tough. I mean, it's all good fun, but. Um, People used to introduce me as comedy poet or poet, mm. Um, mm. and I'd, I'd I'd just rather people introduce me as I stand fast now, and I've sort of go uh, through the alternative comedy angle, really. Um, yeah. But I do I introduce my set by saying, if you think it's funny, it's comedy. If you think it's clever, it's poetry. <laughs> if you don't understand it, it's art. <laughs> I wear these lights. I turn all these lights on. Just stand there in silence and just say, there's going to be a lot of lot of art. Yeah. And then that. <laughs> People, I can get away with it then because if they don't like it, it's art. And then yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm done. I'm, I'm so stealing I've, I've that. To cover, <laughs> I've learned to cover myself, definitely. I'm going to have that as the first line. That is copyright. Stand fast, by the way. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Loads of people have been scrambling <laughs> down that <laughs> yeah. pen and paper. Um, are you like? Are you an actual fan of poetry yourself, like classic poetry or or not? I mean, I've never been into it really. Yeah. I can't like recite loads of old poems or anything. But I'm a I'm a massive fan of uh, lyrics mm. and. Um, and comedians, uh, yeah, massive fan of comedy and lyrics and frontmen, really, rather than uh, rather than poets. Um, like I'm a big like fan of Morris's lyrics and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Just how they can be funny but quite dark and yeah. So more more of that really. I'm more of a fan of uh, frontmen in bands than uh, or women uh, than actual like old school poets. Saying that, I am in a a book that celebrated Shakespeare's anniversary yeah uh one of 154 poets yeah and you can that book's in the vna museum so well, i mean cool. so yeah that is cool i don't um, know anything about it though <laughs> is it more crucial as well because you're doing stand sorry if you're doing the poetry as opposed to starting in a comedy club that people that you're not interrupted because obviously if you're like heckled or for whatever reason not like interrupted during a, a joke like obviously it's it's frustrating but is it more frustrating if it's a poem um, I think it's harder to heckle uh, because there's hardly any gaps yeah. to heckle. Right. Um, the tricky thing is when a lot of my set has got uh, like deliberate silences or periods of silence um, and it's just working out how long is too long before someone might just say something. But if they say something, you can always do like a comedic <laughs> gesture or look. Or yeah. I, I, I quite like... Um, playing about with it now because i've been doing the same set for a while um sometimes i appreciate if people shout something <laughs> <laughs> i might come up with something if the new. drummer behind you starts slagging you off yeah if the drummer does yeah that's great yeah um okay so this is uh graham goddard um aka the uh, the poet o standfast and we've got uh, matt Gino as well he's gonna be performing two live songs in around about sort of 20 minutes time here on miskin radio that is Get Inuit uh, there from the Sitting Born. They're led by Jamie Glass, uh, one of the most fun uh, lead singers, frontman. You'd love him, Graham Goddard. You'd absolutely adore him. He's a fantastic frontman. Um, so this is uh, Graham Goddard, uh, comedian and poet. Um, o Standfast is the stage name. And uh, Matt Gino, musician. Matt's going to be doing uh, two last songs very shortly. Uh, Matt, you've got your, you're going to be recording. You're going to be sitting in the studio in the heat this summer recording. 
That is the plan. Mm-hmm. That's the plan. It's been uh, it's been a long time since I first was in the studio and recorded you know, the debut EP. Um, it's been a few years now, and I guess my music's changed, and I think I've grown up a bit as well. So it's uh, yeah, it's going to be good. And you know, I've, it's it's been something that I've been saying for for ages that I need to you know I need to do this, I need to make this happen. So and and the songs are really starting to come together to to put out a, a few tracks uh, by the end of the summer. Yeah. Um, now we talk about so Graham, you were talking about like rhyming earlier, Matt. When you're writing your songs, when you're penning them, yeah. do you like so you get to the end of a line, like, a, a, a lyric, and then do you like try and rhyme, or do you like? Because I think I listen to songs and I'm like, why why are they rhyming? It's too easy. Like if they say the word bat, the next line will end in cat or something yeah. like that. And I'm like, you, it's not. You're just saying that because it rhymes. Do you do that? Have you ever done that before? And then kind of look at it and go, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I think when I was when I was younger, when I first started started out writing, um, it's something that's very very easy to do. Like you you can, I mean, I, I was fortunate that sometimes I, I never found that I had to do it for sort of every line. But maybe there'd be uh, a part of you know a verse, the end of the second verse, and I'd be like, well, I've I've got you know I've, I'm not sure where I'd actually follow on in terms of the story of the song. Let's find a nice word that rhymes with cat. Um, <laughs> And, I've uh, also thought of hat as well. Hat. <laughs> oh, you've you've stolen it. I was going to say that hat. Oh, it's a good one. Uh, lat. I got carry on. So carry on. Could be Matt. You never know. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's uh, all sorts of things. But uh, I almost found that forcing the rhyme, um, some way, sort of, uh, I was never, uh, I never felt as good about the songs. Uh, but by the end of it, um, there's definitely something that I, I notice. There's a difference when I've written a song and it, it's come out, you know, quicker and and easier. And mm. I often find that, you know, I feel like I, I ha- it's been fairly l- effortless. But you know, you forget about the thoughts that were going on. Whereas sometimes you can be really, you find that the the songs and the bits of writing that that are, you know a bit more pained, a bit more, uh, a bit longer. That's normally when you've you've found yourself, you know, thinking about for any sort of rhyming word. But yeah. So like, like Graham, when you're when you're writing poetry, do you ever like do a rhyme and then think, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a better like I'm better rhyme as that. Like a, there's a better word for that. Or do you? What do you th- What do you think on it? I mean, I don't really o- overthink it uh, about it rhyming. Mm. Um, there's that obviously people say it doesn't have to rhyme, um, but I'm I like just playing with the words or being yeah. uh, repetitive. So I think that's what a lot of music, a lot of good. Uh, good like tunes are yeah. like quite short repetitions um so i think i'm more a fan of the poem or the piece having rhythm rather mm. than uh, rhyming okay uh so matt uh i will uh, if you introduce your first live song for us that's fantastic thank you very much uh first song i'd like to play is uh, a song called morning dew hope you enjoy it <laughs> How do I love you with half of my heart? While the other side beats a time all its own It says there's more to loving you Than all that I could ever do But I'm gonna work my magic, prove it wrong Cause we could stay and talk a thousand times We could dance the night away 
Let's just sit and watch the midnight rain turn to morning dew. Turn for me and you. So, how can I love you with all but my heart? It's uncharted waters, but baby, I'll try to give you more than half of me so you can feel things differently and know that you've my heart wherever you are. Cause we could stay and talk a thousand times, we could dance the night away. Let's just sit and watch the midnight rain turn to morning dew. Turn for me and you. I wish I told you these things every day, but these are the words I can never find. I guess that all I'm really trying to say is I'll be loving you. So let's just stay and talk a thousand times. And let's just dance the night away. Or let's just sit and watch the midnight. Rain turn to morning dew. Turn for me and you. Turn for me and you. So, how can I love you with all of my heart? That is Matt Gino with Morning Dew, and uh, he's going to be doing another song in around about 10 minutes' time as uh, well here live on Miskin Radio. That is Who Am I To Say uh, by Stephen James. Uh, that is the stage name, another stage name. Uh, his real name is Steve McCormack in life, uh, and he is from Summer Jaws. He performed here uh, a couple of months ago in last session, and you can hear that again on our podcast. Just search into iTunes or any of your devices where you get your podcast. Just search uh, the Kieran Paul sessions, and you'll find it for free. Uh, so in session tonight, we have Matt Gino. We've also got comedian and poet O. Stanfast. Um, but Matt, let's have your second live song. Thanks very much. This is a song called Good Day. I gave you a good day, hoping that you'd stay. Right from the start, I'm after your heart. What if the world ends? We stop with pretense. And what would you say? What would you say? At least I gave you a good day. Mm, 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 mm. I gave you a good day. I came around for four. I knocked on your door. You let me in, and we begin to talk about all this love stuff. But I was just dumbstruck ahead of myself. No, cause I wanna know 
what you're all about But you just need better days to smile about Oh, so I gave you a good day Hoping that you'd stay right from the start I'm after your heart What if the world ends? We stop with pretense What would you say? What would you say? At least I gave you a good day I gave you a good day You came around for four You knocked on my door And I let you in And we begin to talk About all this love stuff And you were just dumbstruck Ahead of yourself No, cause you think you know What I'm all about Oh, but I just need better days to smile about Oh, so you gave me a good day Hoping that I'd stay right from the start You're after my heart What if the world ends? We stop with pretense What would you say? What would you say? Oh, at least I gave you a good day know what it's all about and we all need better days to smile about oh so i gave you a good day hoping that you'd stay right from the start i'm after your heart but if the world ends we stop with pretense what would you say what would you say oh at least i gave you a good day I gave you a good day mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I gave you a good day That is Matt Gino's second live song. Uh, it's called Good Day. That was wonderful. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, and they're going to be on like, the EP that you're going to be recording very soon. Yeah, hopefully so. There are a couple of tracks on there. Lovely. So now it is time for this. Worst jobby wobby, worst jobby wobby, worst, worst, worst. Worst jobby wobby, worst jobby wobby, worst. So it's worst jobby wobby. Um, now, we're, I'm up to ask actually who does that, who like does that jingle. And it's actually Matt Gino, I got you to do that. That's your voice. It is. That is you. Worst jobby wobby. Oh, can you do it? Can you do it live? Um, I can give you the vocals. Yeah, I... do it. Go on. Worst yeah. jobby wobby. Worst jobby wobby. Worst, worst, worst. <laughs> worst jobby wobby. Worst jobby wobby. Worst. <laughs> Oh, I love it. The bit at the end as well. Like, ah. <laughs> yeah. I, always, I, always, I always talk over it. I have to admit, I always talk over that bit and I completely ruin it. Will that be that, a secret track? In that EP? is, if you that hold on so for 10 it, minutes yeah. after the final <laughs> track minutes. of the EP, you'll hear that <laughs> yeah, 10 seconds. Um, so, so Worst Jobby Robby is where we ask our guests, like the, wor yeah, the weirdest job, uh, comedians, uh, actors and sort of poets, any sort of artist tends to do really strange jobs well to, in order for them to be able to do their art still. Uh, Graham Goddard, a.k.a. O Standfast, uh, what is your worst jobby wobby? Um, I think the well, I used to be a baggage handler at a ferry terminal. Um, this was when I was at school, really. Um, so where where I sort of grew up, you could either work in Morrison's or for a ferry company. Um, so I sort of done that. Both jobs, you would get a high vis jacket. So oh, there you go. If you owned the high vis jacket shop in town, 
you'd uh, you'd have all the jobs <laughs> covered really um but yeah yeah that used to be all sorts of hours of the day and um it's a good good bunch of mates really that done it but, and like, um, what's the thing with the rabbit oh yeah so it sounds like it is quite an easy job but if you've had like a particularly long day and you've been uh slugging bags on and off this conveyor belt um what some people think is funny is coming through on the uh, conveyor belt um <laughs> And our, our ferry used to come in late night from Holland, so we used to get so like a lot, of, a lot of yeah, a lot of uh, stag parties <laughs> and stuff. Um, so yeah, like half eleven at night, the last thing you really want is like a six foot rabbit <laughs> coming through on the conveyor belt. Um, but the best thing is, uh, I don't, they they get on the conveyor belt and don't really know where it goes <laughs> after the sort of plastic flaps. Uh, <laughs> So you'd see them come like feet first through these plastic <laughs> flaps and they'd actually be outside, uh, outside, like underneath all these cranes and stuff like that. And I think they were often quite surprised about where they were. And um, and then we just used to, it'd just be like six guys in like hard hats and high-vis jackets just staring at them. Shaking your head. It'd be like the longest 20 seconds of this person's life would be... Uh, waiting to get back through. I always like. I always think it's because um, yeah. So like a mere passenger, like uh, you, it's magical. Like especially at an airport, like it's magical the whole the whole thing. I always think of it as like you know in Chicken Run, in the film Chicken Run, where they're in that pie making machine and yeah. like the knives are coming down and the things are pressing and it's like a death trap. And I always think it's like that, and that's why humans shouldn't go in it. So like I like to think that as he was going through, there were like loads of obstacles and like balls were being thrown at him. Yeah, and just <laughs> shreds him up. Or, yeah, yeah, gets a wheelie bag on him. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, and right now, what's the th- what's this thing with Kindles with you? Because we've got a poem coming out, coming up about them. But yeah, what's it? I don't not. I've, well, I just don't. I don't get it. I don't. I still don't get the whole thing. I know it's a bit of an old topic, but I really don't get why people want to stare at another screen, um, and and then they flip. You know, where they pretend to turn the page, but they've just like touched the corner. Or mm. um, I speak. I just think you know real book a real book if you want to read a book uh, a kindle is not a book um the way i see a kindle is like reading uh, an elaborate email <laughs> um, and often i sort of if i'm on a train i'm quite nosy when i'm on public transport to try and get material yeah. i like i like it when the kindle's really in large text and you're reading some of it and i don't know what books these guys have got but they're just <laughs> dire they're they're um, rhyming with cat and bat and and matt that's what, that's what yeah they're. yeah yeah so um yeah so i don't you know what I, I, I don't really get it i'm sure i saw an advert where it said now with a uh, pure white screen like paper wow and i thought well what's, what about paper and they're never white anyway are they really the paper and they're like, never really that no. and i've saw another advert on the tube saying now with a new back screen light so you can read it underground but the tube's got lights <laughs> true yeah so I don't really maybe get it's for the underground workers although I'd like yeah. to think that they, they're guided by lights as well otherwise that's a really dangerous job yeah so um, if I want to get the full Kendall experience I just hold a book up to my laptop screen and read the text off the <laughs> laptop screen <laughs> with a uh, torch yeah yeah so sitting on a tube with all that can you do your poem bag for life can you do it now yeah, I can. can. We have it. Yeah, yes. it, it, we, it mentions. We, it does mention Kindle briefly. That's uh, fine. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. we've had the live sessions, but the first time ever on this show, we're going to have a live poem. So, I'll, wow, I'll first it. time ever. I'll leave it. I'll leave it in to Kent you. or just tonight. Uh, just, no, I think yeah. in the UK. In the UK. I think in the UK. In the, the UK. Yeah, cool. 
Check you out with your bag for life. Oh, what you got inside a summer fruit trifle? Oh my word, that sounds delightful. Must get me one of those bags for life. Oh, check you out with your brand new Kindle. What you got inside a bit of Ruth Rendell? Oh my word, that sounds stupendful. Must get me one of those poxy plastic Kindles. Check you out with your speedy boarding pass. We're getting on the same plane, mate. We'll get there just as fast. You've gone from sitting down to sitting on your... <coughs> Oh, how I wish I had a speedy boarding pass. Check you out with your four-slice toaster. You live on your own. You need two at the moster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were talking about rhyming earlier, and I, li- I just had to make a word up at the end, so it rhymed with toaster. Oh, I love it. But I very much enjoyed that. Bag for life. There you go. I'm going to clip that up now and play that in every single show. I'm going to have that. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're going to play that definitely next week again. Uh, so that's bag for life. Bag for Life. Bag for Life by Ostan. Uh, from my book, Don't You Wish Your Kindle Was a Book Like Me. The gateway to your community. Miskin Radio. Hello, Kieran here. Thank you for downloading. If you get your podcast on iTunes, don't forget to click the subscribe button so you get a free podcast delivered to you every Thursday of our best bits from that week's show. And also, on iTunes, do leave a review as well. We love those. And on Facebook, there's loads of video content you can watch as well. Just search the Kieran Paul Sessions. Bye-bye.